The following contest is a first round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 98th Seed, a 1989 platformer from Konami, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and its opponent, the 31st Seed, a 1991 racing game from Codemasters, Micro Machines. Your ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say but round one, fight! Episode 17 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we try to find the best game for each home video game console by means of a series of tournaments. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And this is our 17th first round match in the Nintendo Entertainment System tournament, uh, where we're going to be seeing the number 31 seed Micro Machines take on the number 98 seed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, these seeds are, of course, as always, determined by the IGN list of the top 100 NES games ever made. Uh, you can follow along with the bracket on Challenge. We'll get into all that later, how you can follow along with us. Uh, last week, we saw our, I believe, seventh consecutive upset. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That ended the streak of upsets when Star Tropics beat Kickle Cubicle. So right. We, we <laughs> finally, for the first time since the end of Mega Man May favorite one so that's a good sign for micro machines today um but also licensed games have done very well in this tournament uh, as the only Mega Man game that lost lost to chippendale rescue rangers so we'll see uh although also fester's quest didn't do so hot so there's no real trend on licensed games yet <laughs> they're one and one and both of these are licensed games so i don't even know what i'm talking about yeah so i was gonna say i'm like <laughs> a licensed game is gonna win this one <laughs> <laughs> I forgot for a second that uh, Micro Machines were actually a physical thing, too, and not just uh, an overhead racing game. Uh, so we always start these episodes by talking about the underdog. Uh, so we will talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles first, uh, which is a side-scrolling platform game released by our old friends at Konami. Uh, came out in 1989. Uh, in this story, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, who are all, you know, turtles that have been mutated uh, and are uh, above the age of 12 and below the age of 20 uh, and trained in the art of ninjutsu. Uh, they are on a mission to find the Life Transformer Gun, which according to the game can restore their Sensei Splinter back to his human form. Although if memory serves in the comics, the cartoons, and the movies, Splinter was a rat who was mutated into a man, right? Not a man mutated into a rat? Right. He was just a... Uh... Yeah, he, he was, was a rat. He was the pet rat of a, yeah. a, a, a master. Yes. Yeah. So that's weird. But yeah, looking into it, this game, I think in the in the animated TV show, I think that story was where Splinter was a man. I think that was happened. Okay. I think so. I don't know, but I know they had a hard time of doing the comic lore and the new animated series to yeah. make it yeah. yeah 
Um, but despite those difficulties, it did spawn three sequels for the NES and God knows how many other Ninja Turtles games over the years for other consoles. But for the NES specifically, there were four. Uh, yep. This one in 89 and uh, 1990s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, is also in this tournament as the number 41 seed. Uh, and we will see that in October because it's facing Zombie Nation uh, the week before Halloween. Ooh. So this is a game I have a lot of experience with. Um, this was one I played a lot as a kid. I probably played more of the second one, uh, but I definitely have fond and not fond memories of this one as a kid. Uh, and so it was kind of fun to see um, my experience was kind of largely the same <laughs> at age 37 <laughs> as it was at age seven. Uh, how about you? Had you, you? I assume you had played this before. Yeah, I've definitely played this game before. And to be honest... I think any Teenage uh, Mutant Ninja Turtle games, they have to compare to uh, Back in Time or Turtles, Turtles in Time. It, Turtles in Time, sorry. yeah. Because yeah. to me, that's the best turtle game of all time. And uh, this one uh, yeah, doesn't live up to it. <laughs> yeah, so I should have seen the way that my hour went and... For those of you listening to this show for the first time, we play each game for one hour and one hour only. We have to stop playing at the one hour mark regardless of where we are or what we're doing. Uh, so I should have known how my hour was going to go when less than three minutes into the game, I had my first game over. <laughs> now, granted, that was because I had completely forgotten about something that I don't remember from the comics or the cartoon or the movies, the steamrollers that are just randomly rolling around the streets of New York. And if you don't go straight down the sewer and you try to walk around the outside of the first building, you get run over by a steamroller. Yeah, run over, yeah. And uh, so I lost Leo and Don that way pretty quickly. Uh, and then uh, Raphael and Michelangelo pretty shortly thereafter. So that was not a great start to the hour, but it was kind of a, a portent of things to come. Yeah, it's uh so it's a platforming game. Mm-hmm. Kinda. It's like RPG platform. So that was I thought it was gonna be a beat 'em up. Because mm-hmm. I, I I was keep thinking about uh Turtles 2. Yes, because Turtles 2 is very much a traditional I mean it's based on the arcade game, which was a side scrolling beat em up in the vein of like the the x-men or the uh simpsons side-scrolling arcade games yeah so when when i booted this up i was like oh you know this is gonna be a fun mashing and but no uh-uh. <laughs> you still mash you still push the same button but it's different yeah yeah it's it's a platformer in the same way that kind of like zelda 2 is a platformer uh, where it's it's side-scrolling and you're jumping but kind of like kung fu it's kind of like that kind of like kung fu but kung fu has more kind of traditional beat-em-up like yeah more like double dragon style fighting whereas this i i kind of struggle to classify this one because then there's also you know the overhead stuff the overhead, it's yeah. sort of an overworld map but it's also like more interactive than an overworld map usually is like you can get run over by steamrollers a lot um yeah, and then, I mean, I guess we might as well, like, the mutated elephant in the room, in my opinion, 
the hardest video game level I may have ever played. The swimming level. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. a level... I guess it's like the second major stage. Because you've, you've rescued April from Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. And then you find out that Splinter has planted... Is it eight bombs under a dam and is planning on blowing Shredder. up the dam and flooding the city? Shredder, not Splinter. Did I say Splinter? Yes, yeah. Shredder. Yes, <laughs> thank you. I would have heard about that. Um, <laughs> yes, of course, Shredder. Um, Shredder has planted bombs under the dam, and so you have to dive off of the dam into the water and swim and defuse the bombs. Fun concept. But, right. <laughs> remember a few weeks ago when I came to the conclusion that maybe the only thing I hate more than ice levels is underwater levels? <laughs> this this is, why. is why I hate underwater levels. It's so hard. There's, like, electric, I don't know, seaweed that kills you if you swim into it? Yeah. There's, like, the Mario, like, rotating blades of death under the water it's just the whole level is just designed to kill you and make you mad and it succeeded many <laughs> many times were you able to pass it i was not uh, yeah it's hard yeah um, so one thing i did like um was a different turtle so you get to choose to be all four mm-hmm and uh, at first, I, I thought some of them were terrible. So Donnie and Leonardo are definitely the best. Donnie because yes, they've got the better ranged weapon. Right. Between the katana and the bow, yeah. And so I, I really was like, oh, man, the other two are kind of useless because they can't hit anything. Mm-hmm. But then, in some levels, if you, let's say you're Raphael, he kills an enemy with one hit. Instead of two hits from Donnie. So right. it's so you have to memorize which enemy is weak to which turtle. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, that made the, the game a lot funner for yeah. me. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, every, every one of them has unique attributes that are helpful in different situations. Like, Donatello yeah. is strong, but he also, like, the way he swings his bow is pretty slow. Yeah. Whereas Raphael is very fast with the sigh. But you have to be in really close range of the enemy. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's a like but you said, the, it's you've got to kind of strategize based on who your enemies are and what you need to be doing. Because like the levels where there's like multiple levels, like that one building that basically the only reason to go into it is because there's a pizza on the second floor. Having Leonardo is awesome in that room yeah. because anytime you go underneath an enemy that's above you, you can just stab up through the floor. So by the time you get up the ladder and into that second area, it's, it's a pretty gone. straight shot to the, the pizza. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. I thought yeah. them having... Because really, at first glance, they don't tell you this. You just have to figure it out yourself. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I really thought for the longest I didn't use Mikey or or Raph because I thought they were useless. And then I was having trouble with this level and I switched it to Raphael and I started beating these enemies with one, with one. <laughs> I was like, 
they're weak to Raphael. Yeah. Because I think, at least I think, like, the logic in the game is because of the way he's, like, spinning the Psy when he attacks, I think he's hitting them more than once per swing, which is why it takes fewer hits. But you also, you know, you're risking injuring yourself because you have to get in so close. Um, Yeah, it's a, there's a lot of concepts here that are good. And if I remember right, it may be right after you get out of the water, but there are levels later where you can drive the whatever turtle mobile or whatever that big van is. That's interesting. Um, But, you know, spoiler alert for later (laughs) in the show, I did not get far enough to see that. Same. So, (laughs) did not make it that far. Yeah. It's, um, um, it's one of those where like, there's a lot of pieces there that work. I just kind of wish they were in service of a better game. Um, Yeah. The controls were a little mushy. And that swimming level is just unnecessarily hard, um, which I'm, brings the fun factor way down and the replayability yeah. way down. Because like, there's an element of like, I can beat it this time, but then when you inevitably don't, and you have to go back to the very beginning, fight your way through the same buildings, beat the same enemies, only to die in the same way uh, wow. after 20 minutes of fighting your way back. That's the uh, once again the number one problem with these games. Once you die, you have to restart again. Mm-hmm. There's no save. Nope. No passwords. No, pa- no passwords. Yep. No. So yeah, that's that's what's funny because a lot of these games, because I get, you know, listeners that tell me like, oh man, how do you not beat these games in an hour? And it's like, <laughs> well, dude, if you die, we have to start all over. <laughs> so it's that. So I just. Um on a whim googled something while we were talking and now i'm really mad at myself okay you know the konami code works on this oh no please don't say this (laughs) it doubles your continues from two to four well well if it wins and it goes to the next round if it wins (laughs) then that'll be good to know what was the other one that that happened on Life Force. Life Force, yeah. That we didn't know it worked on. It worked on Gradius, but... Yeah. If, if the game is Konami, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, I, I should have known yeah. to do that. That was that was just dumb on my part. <sighs> uh, another thing... But do uh, I really want to have done that two more times every time? It's true. <laughs> another thing about doing this, like playing these old games and stuff that I've really been enjoying is the music. Yes. I've said this in a lot of episodes. It's just great hearing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on 8-bit. I don't yes. know. Yeah, there's something really charming about like chiptune versions of of classic songs. Like the... Um, Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale, yeah. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, that's weirdly one of the highlights. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of... Uh, this is like the next generation, but when the like the really good Disney games started coming out for Super Nintendo and Genesis, like you know, hearing the music from Aladdin and Lion King while you're, you know, fighting through levels, like a, just a fun like eight or sixteen bit version of of these songs that you're so familiar with is super fun. Like, I'm excited for when we get to Batman in a few weeks. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, soundtrack. Or score. Yeah. But yeah, overall, you know, we got to think about it. It's the first Turtles game. Mm-hmm. 
it's not a terrible game. No, no, no. I think at the time I would have probably liked it a lot because really there's nothing more. Right. Yeah. What are you comparing <laughs> it to? Yeah. Yeah. But playing it now, yeah, it's has its problems. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very frustrating game. Very, it's uh, yeah. It's... And I think part of the frustration is just like, if it wasn't for that one level, like, take the, the swimming level completely out, it's an entirely different game and a much better game, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, it just it slows the action way down, like underwater levels tend to do anyway. Yeah. I, it, another thing I was thinking about, it was kind of boring. It's just. When you think of turtle games now, it's because we've played so many now, but right. a good turtles game is just action. And I think mm-hmm. that's why I like it that they went the arcade route because they went more action yeah. on it. Yeah. So, yeah. So two, three, and then turtles in time and, uh, hyperstone heist. Was that the other one that came out for Genesis? Like those were just like full on yeah. side scrolling, beat them up. Like that's much more kind of like what the, um, I don't know if you ever played the Power Rangers games for, yeah, of course, for that yeah. generation. Like the the just side-scrolling, you know, beating up, in this case, yeah. the Foot Clan, and in those cases, uh, Putties. Um, but yeah, that's... Or Sentinels. The, what's that? <laughs> or Sentinels. Or Sentinels, that. yeah. Or random not. townspeople in Springfield. Um, yeah, oh, that's right, Simpsons. <laughs> those, those games were, you know, that was a whole lot more fun than this one, which I totally understand why turtles 2 is the 41 seed in this and this one is number 98 yeah um yeah it, it is in my opinion a a significantly better game but it's not facing ninja turtles 2 here it is up against micro machines which is the number 31 seed a racing game developed by Codemasters and published by Comerica in 1991. Uh, it is, of course, a license of Galoob's Micro Machines toys, um, which were just what they sound like. They were tiny little cars, you know, micro toys. If you saw Home Alone, that's what he put at the bottom of the stairs to make Harry and Marv trip on uh, before he started throwing paint cans at their faces. Um, in the game, you're playing in basically you're driving miniaturized toy vehicles around various environments. It's like a school desk and a, a beach and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, they did come out with a sequel in 1994 called Turbo Tournament. Uh, and then in 2016, uh, the series was revived with a couple of mobile games for iOS and Android. That's awesome. <laughs> the game initially did not go through quality assurance. And as a result, there was a major bug that caused the game to crash. Uh, if you uh, accidentally reverse instead of going forward, uh, it escaped notice because none of the testers thought to do that because it was you know easy for them because they knew, you know, from their own playtesting. Of course, A is accelerate and B is break and reverse. But first-time players like us who don't know what the controls are yet, because we don't have the instruction manual, I 100% went in reverse right off the bat. I don't know about you. But fortunately, I had a patched version that doesn't have the, um, the bug. So oh, I was able to just like, oh, game. whoops, and go forward. Oh, that's great. So this one was... I don't really know what I was expecting. I guess I was expecting it to be kind of in the vein of like an RC Pro-Am. Yeah. Um, which we'll see later in the tournament. And it was... I think that's probably the closest parallel I can I can compare it to. You know, it's an overhead racer. 
the controls are um i don't know there's a term for it but i'm blanking on what it's called the control scheme where if you're looking overhead and you press right on your control pad the car turns right as though it were turning right like it was a car um, rather than left going left on the screen right going right on the screen left turns left right turns right uh, yes there's a word for that that i'm for some reason is just not coming to me um like vertical or yeah yeah i'm sure somebody will correct us on twitter but it's um it's basically like how that um that arcade game that we were talking about a couple of weeks ago the way that it played that whatever outrun or whatever the the sega game was the rally race game where you like you had the steering wheel but it was overhead basically controlled like that but with you know a d-pad and two buttons because it was an nes game and not an arcade cabinet um i thought the controls were fun um i i I felt like it was responsive once i got the hang of it i spent a lot of time off-roading my first couple times Um, (laughs) did you fall off the table oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah especially when i got to level four i think yeah yeah level four yeah in my notes i died out i died i got two game overs on level four and that's also where i was when time ran out um i won't say yet whether that's as far as i ever got but i did spend most of my time what character did you use so you could pick characters in this i started with mike okay uh because i felt like he was the closest to me of the like the, the sprite characters you had the choice of. I went. Uh, and then I, I switched to Bonnie up. about halfway through. I was spider to the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was cool. Was <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> Is there any discernible difference between how they control? Yeah, actually. Um, yeah. So spider is. Uh, so a little history. Uh, my, I used to be really into micro machines. Well, oh, yeah. I did play this game a lot. Mainly because of the Star Wars line. Star Wars Micro Machines were my favorite thing in the world. (laughs) So I remember playing this game, and when you play the story mode, you know how you have to challenge other... Mm -hmm. Well, story mode. It's the only one mode, really. It's not... You you either have one player or two player mode. Right. Yeah, if you're doing the one player, you're basically doing like a circuit, and you have to pick the other drivers that you're... Right. Yeah. So... Usually, I remembered, because I remember I had, I had a, uh, my old neighborhood friend who was really into cars, and this was also one of his main games. He would say, like, pick the strongest ones now, and then at the end races, you have, like, the big guy, like the chubby guy. I forget his name, I'm sorry. <laughs> calling him chubby, but... <laughs> and... Yeah, they would be a lot easier to beat. So it's, they all have different stats that make them better or worse. And Spider was apparently the best one. <laughs> all right. Well, had I but known. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did find it a little weird that there was no BGM. Like there was no, no yeah, background was... music at all. It was just the sounds of your tiny little cars driving around. Um, it just seemed like an odd choice to me and it's not like they were you know limited by the hardware it's you know it's 1991 they had figured out how to you know maybe because they had so different uh vehicles and stuff they were like okay we can't maybe we're pushing it to the limit because they had boats tanks bikes yeah, that's true 
helicopters. Uh, what else? I mean, geez, yeah. <laughs> every vehicle almost. Yeah, and this we've talked a lot about 1991 on the show um, because that was the year that the Super Nintendo dropped. Uh, that's the same year that this came out. So this is getting late in the life cycle of the NES. So yeah, they probably were pushing the hardware pretty hard with the like the depth of the gameplay. Yeah, and the graphics, like when you yeah. fall off the edge, you see your car falling off the table. Yeah. Yeah, it, it looks good yeah. for, for being a relatively basic game. I had fun with this game. I thought this game was a lot of fun, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, um, I had never played it, so this was a, a new one for me. And yeah, I was I, I would call it pleasantly surprised. It's not... You know, it's not cracking my top ten or anything of the games I've right. played so far. Um, I mean, you know, probably four of those are Mega Man games still at this point. But <laughs> um, Capcom is probably dominating the top of that because Rescue Rangers would be way up there. Um, but it's fun. Uh, of the like the vehicle-based games we've played so far, you know, compare it to uh, let's say um, Jackal and. Uh, you know, Gradius and Life Force. Those are, you know, those are rail shooters more so than... than right. Maybe. This is like the first racing game. It's really, it is the first racing game we've played. Um, not the last. Um, nope. Actually, the next... This one and the next two episodes are all going to be kind of heavily motorized uh, vehicular games. Two of them racing and one of them uh, something else. Yeah. And one of them, I think, is actually a classic game. Yes. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yes. Yeah. So stay tuned for that in the coming weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was fun. I don't know that I would put it at number thirty-one all time, um, but it's you know we'll we'll get into officially soon um, which one we pick to move ahead. But I think comparing these two games, they're both ranked about where they should be. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So let's get into. Let's get into high scores. Every week we compare how far we got, uh, or our high score, if it was a relative tie, or if it's hard to tell in a certain game, you know, what kind of progress you made. Uh, it sounds like we both kind of crapped out at the underwater bomb defusing <laughs> level in Ninja Turtles. I was like, yep, that's where I got stuck. I didn't yeah. even... The best I ever got was I got it down to two left before I died. Oh, Wow. No, you beat me there. I I don't think I, I think I had four. It um, I'm not proud of that. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so old. There's people like, come on, guys. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. There was something about that game that I was just not. Yeah, feeling. It's but, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how about micro machines? I suspect you probably made it further since you had an actual strategy. I did, so I made it to race 15. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I made it to five. Whoa! <laughs> once. Um, all right, so... Yeah, and there's 24 tracks, by the way, guys, so... 24, and you made it to 15. I made it to 15, man. I went in. Yeah. I, was, I really like this game, so, I mean, I really got into it. Well, it's a little bit like last week where... No, two weeks ago where you made it way farther than me on Load Runner, and I made it way farther than you on Clax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just some some of these games, you know, they click, 
and now you know we both have different tastes of games that like this one i really liked and i went farther yeah and i and ninja turtles you kind of went farther than me so yeah. not by much though like not that, by much. that level is a killer um so the winner of this is going to face the number 95 seed mega man 4 uh, in round number two uh, that'll be next mega man may uh it got past gradius uh, in episode nine, eight weeks ago. Um, yeah, I, I feel like we're probably at a consensus here, uh, as was our online vote. 100% of the people that voted on Twitter and Facebook uh, gave the win to the Ninja Turtles. Um, but as as much nostalgia as I have, because I was a huge Turtles fan. Like yeah. I, you know, I watched the cartoon, I watched the movies. I never got to see movies in theaters when I was a kid, but I was there for both, um, both of the, well, the first two, I didn't go to the one where they time travel, uh, which is good. Secret of the Ooze. Awful. Um, but the first <laughs> one and Secret of the Ooze, the cartoon. Do you remember the live action stage show that they did on pay-per-view uh, <laughs> no. to coincide with their, um, the release of their album? Do you remember that there was a Ninja Turtles album? No, man. Oh, my. Um, I remember them being at, at uh, Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. Or MGM, MGM Studios, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Okay, so this is wow. going to date me. Um, and I, I will try and find some links that I can post on our social media because this kind of has to be seen to be believed. Um, but I feel like it was in conjunction with Pizza Hut because of course it was. Um, but the Ninja Turtles put out an album called Out of Our Shells, um, where, um, basically they form a rock band and sing about being Ninja Turtles. And to promote that, they made a live stage show in the vein of like, when you were a kid, did you ever go to like Sesame Street Live or any of those kind of show, like the touring shows? Yeah, that... like Power Ranger Rocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. very similar to that. Yeah. Um, but it was the Ninja Turtles singing and quote unquote playing musical instruments on stage, and then of course Shredder shows up and it turns into a fight, and Splinter sings a ballad. And it's... did they have? Up in Rocksteady or just Splinter? I think it was just Splinter and then Shredder. Okay. A live action. <laughs> yeah. Ninja Turtle show that's run by Pizza Hut. I wish we could talk about that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's something. I will I will try and find some videos of it. But anyway, that's just to to illustrate my point of how much I loved the Ninja Turtles. So huge Ninja Turtles fan. All of that being said, I'm going with Micro Machines. Wow. I'm going with Micro Machines, too. So, I think it's the better game. It's not the better property. No. No, no, no. <laughs> not by long shot. No. But this game was a lot of fun. Both games, if they were faced against different opponents, they'd probably move on. Yeah. But... Yeah, this, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, Ninja Turtles, I feel like if it wasn't for the water level, this would be a much more competitive matchup. 
Yeah. You just lose so much time in a level that is just not fun at all. And it just grinds the game to a screeching halt. And And that's another thing. Speaking of fun, like, I thought Micro Machines was every level was some sort of excitement because, oh, I was a boat. Now I'm a car. Uh It was still fun. Yeah, and, and it's like, oh, know, well, this, like, there's a yeah, bridge I, here, and now I have to, you know, you know, kind of realign my thinking to, okay, well, I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna come around this corner, and then it's gonna get narrow, because there's, like, a ruler or something I have to drive down to get to the next section, because you wipe out on the previous lap, and you're, you know, learning from your mistakes. It's, yeah, yeah no, it's, there's a, enough variety, for it being just a, a racing game, there's enough variety to where... I'm not, you know, upset about playing it for another hour uh, in a few months. Um, it is facing a stiff challenge from Mega Man 4 when it gets there. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know how that's going to go, but I think we picked the right game to, you know, make that challenge. Agreed. Agreed, 100%. Uh, so I guess this is the, the point in the show where we, you know, starting with the plugs. Uh, I mentioned at the top of the show... That if you want to follow along with our bracket, uh, you can do so at challenge.com. That's C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E dot com slash kings of consoles. We have the whole bracket posted there. Uh, It gets updated every week with the previous week's result. So now that this episode has dropped, you can look on the bracket and see that Star Tropics beat Kickle Cubicle. So that way, if you're a little bit behind on listening to this week's episode, you won't have it spoiled if you check the bracket. Uh, you can also contribute to the show financially uh, at coffee, ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at kings of consoles, facebook.com slash kings of consoles. Uh, next week, we will have another car game uh, when yeah. Rad Racer, the number 57 seed, takes on number 72 Ikari Warriors. Ikari! Uh, Ikari Warriors, which uh, we'll get into what Ikari means, because I didn't know until I looked it up uh, for that episode. Um, Oh, didn't mention you can follow us individually uh, on Twitter. I'm at LoopyDate, L-O-O-P-Y-D-A-T-E. And I'm at Ricky4518. And anything else you want to say about either of these these licensed games? Shredder is the bad guy. uh, Shredder? (laughs) Shredder's the bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) before uh, we let the folks go and uh, get back to playing old games? No, man. Enjoy them. Uh, All right, my friend. Well, we will talk next week. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Pendley. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.